What's podcast. our name? What's our name? Our name is Chalk Talk. Oh, this is Mike Crone. Who are you? I'm Deb Luberts, and we just decided on Chalk Talk because we we're going to break off a piece of the chalk of what's happening in education. And see how the dust settles, right? Yes, that's exactly. right. Exactly. So, so it was almost like thinking of like birthing, yeah. a, you know, like we're going to have a child, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, sure, whatever you what say. What are we going to name it, right? So, I was um, thinking more like the name of my dog, but yeah, I get it. You know. Okay, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, David and So um, <laughs> this week we're we're gonna just um, we just want to start off first of all just by thanking everybody that has already supported well, us. Who up. should we thank? Why don't you start? I don't know. I don't, no, of course um, we want to thank our administration mm-hmm. um, to allow us to you know reflect on our practice and to interview others. So we appreciate that support. Yeah, and we want to thank the listeners especially, and um, uh, you. The feedback that we've received has just been um, very heartwarming, very yeah, so encouraging, loving and kind and encouraging, and um, from our colleagues that are just raising us up. And um, and we um, were we we ended it by saying that we were trying to do the same. So the fact that that's being reciprocated is just really really great. Absolutely. And finally, we have exciting supporters. Like yeah, we. Yeah, we have supporters, and we want to thank that those people. Um, we don't want to out them right now, but we want to thank them. And um, so, as far as support goes, there's many ways you can support us. But what are we going to do with that support? Well, we are going to turn it right back into our community, exactly. Of course, yeah. and so where there's needs, um, any any of the. Uh, support that you're giving to the podcast. You know, we're educators, we're passionate about kids and um, what we do. So we just want to turn out the good back to our own community and our, our own, um, the kids and families in our community. Um, so, so what's our topic? Our topic this week is blended learning. And well, we figured that it would be a good idea to talk about it because we actually just went remote. So we had the other side, which was in person, and then we had for two weeks remote learning, and now we're back to blended learning. So we thought that we would just talk a little bit and offer you some perspectives of of different aspects and sure. di- different people's point of view of that experience. So what's making you happy, Mr. Herlin, about blended learning now that we're back? What is it? What is it? Would I'm you glad. Explain well, what it is first, and then maybe. So we started out the year, um, well, New York State kind of set certain parameters for the district. It was a huge packet, but we'll let our administrators talk more about that. But um, essentially, Marion decided on a um, hybrid plan. So we have our cohort, we see the kids every day, the students every day. Um, We have an AM session and a PM session. So typically we'd have an eight period day. So we go one through four in the morning, one through four in the afternoon, then the next day, we do periods five through eight and then five through eight again. So essentially your class you'll see every other day. Um, one of the things just getting back from, we just went remote for a couple of weeks, um, you know, out of abundance of caution to keep make sure everyone was safe. And um, I have to say seeing people right face to face is so much better. It is so much um, better. It's nice to see people, their reactions. And granted, you can see it on Zoom, but you know, the real human being is kind of a nice thing. Yeah. yeah, and and small and just having the kids back together. So right before we left, I don't know about in your classes, but 
especially like I teach seventh and 11th grade and, mm-hmm. I, and I know you teach seventh and eighth. The kids' personalities were just starting to come out. I know. Of, you know, usually just getting to know them. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's on honeymoon and it's like really super, um, kind of like shy. And then in October, everybody started to come back to life. So it was good that mm-hmm. we, for some of the classes, like we picked up right where we left yeah. off yesterday, they were just happy to see each other. Yeah. And that's making me really happy is to be able to see yeah. them. Yeah. So they're definitely the in-person is a, is a huge benefit. Um, I think for me too, like being able to physically move around to the kids, you know, um, of course with our masks on, but, um, but you know, to be able to go around and kind of see them and, and again, there's, there's something about in person where you're physically by someone that, that makes a big difference. Yeah, and we'll hear from some kids, and they were saying that yesterday. They were like, I almost just, like, there's something about sitting at my desk. So one little seventh grader said, if I'm sitting at my desk, then I can totally focus on what it is that I'm supposed to do. But if you say on, on a Zoom call, now when you leave, I want you to do this. More than likely, you gotta have that self-discipline, right? And yeah. so I just appreciate their their honesty, but that is certainly right. a challenge that mm-hmm. that I think I faced is that over the Zoom we did everything together, and I had an expectation that work would get done mm-hmm. when when we left each other, and in many cases that yeah. did not happen. And you, so we, I mean, so I, I think I, we just have to figure out why that's not happening. Well, if you think about it, we're when we were on remote teachers are at the school building you know and it kind of focuses even us you know because you know even while you know of course it'd be great to be at home doing it i mean you could do the same thing and we did there is something to be said of being you know with your colleagues being here at the school to really keep even more focused and i think you know how can students not be tempted to maybe be distracted more if they're not here either yeah i i you know I completely understand it. And I think that like we had talked about just meeting and sort of helping kids plan out, Mm -hmm. um, how to, how to plan their day, how to, how to plan what, what's coming up on the next day. I think they sort of lose sight of that as well. Um, and just for them to remember, you know, that, Oh, that's right. Today. <laughs> so maybe I should have my homework done for that. Yeah, I do have to say though, I I liked and um, with the remote, I really liked doing the lesson once. Yes. You know that was the only thing, and then you know having some more playing time to reflect on what I was doing. So I do like having the Zoom sessions where you do it once to the you know to the group. The challenge though is when you have you're not doing the Zoom lesson to the normal smaller group you're doing it to the larger group so now you have to kind of monitor literally on a monitor you have to monitor what all those more kids are trying to do while you're teaching right and that's a huge challenge but you know so we saw a lot of teachers including the two of us you know we have you know i had like two monitor tv monitors going one with go guardian to watch what the students are doing and then the others with attendance and what you're you know what you're trying to so you have to be a little bit more um like sort of squirrel you know what i mean like oh there's look on that screen look up look on the center screen yes and so, what i what i learned I, I mean i learned some things too which i never knew that you can extend your screen off yeah. of your laptop so like i learned mm-hmm. how to do that i'm also learning to use like i i went to um this online platform to teach the same standards which is commonlet and um 
and that was really nice to be able to have to be able to have a really rich conversation with them about sure. that topic of happiness while we were still like looking at the standards i think i mentioned that last mm -hmm. week um and i'm looking forward to this week just seeing what they wrote about their reactions to you know one one author that we were looking at was focused on does money equal happiness sure. the other author was saying well, no, it's experience that equals hmm. happiness. And so now the kids are going to be writing about that. And so, um, so listeners out there, what, what do you think? You should, you should chime in and, and mm -hmm. also be part know. of it and, sure. you know, tell us, tell us what do you think in, in response to those two questions? Cause that would be fun to hear. So how has your you. practice had to shift though, between, between the remote model versus the, versus the um, hybrid in, you know, in person? Well, what did you did you do anything different? Oh yes, I mean for some kids it took longer yeah. to help get them set up yes. um, for going to that digital mm -hmm. platform. Luckily we have Go Guardian, so we can go. That's, that was huge help. And yeah. we can see exactly what they're doing. Yeah, and we can um, like some kids. Oh, I can't get into this program uh -huh. by myself. And then you see that they just put in their pass yeah. password or their their um, username incorrectly, and so you can literally see them typing it in. Yeah. And um, so that kind of Go Guardians are critical, I think, for that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I think Go Guardians critical. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing is, and we'll have that in the show notes. That, so if you want to, if you're not sure, if you've never seen it, you can check it out. Yeah. So okay, tech tech info. What what tech tools did you? introduce mm -hmm. in remote learning that is different from he you have to not a whole lot the crazy really. digital tools that he's yeah. going to tell us about so so what was different for you remote versus um when they came back in person well the the hardest part i found and maybe when we talk with the students they'll probably tell you too but the hardest part if you want to try to do notes for example fill in notes or something like on a google slides or like a powerpoint the problem is that I've had to change my practice a little bit was at school, they have it on the big screen. They have it on their screen, the fill-ins, simple. Right. Remote, they have to kind of know how to split their screen or you have to keep flipping back and forth between tabs. That slows things down. Yeah, so like logistically, now that they're back, I'm gonna set up a Zoom call in mm -hmm. my classroom yeah. and show them how to split yes. the screen. So it's almost like, you teach kids how to do school in school, but we almost have to, you have just to teach, teach them, them the skills of tech as well. Of tech so mm -hmm. that they can do school when they're remote. Yes. And, and a lot of kids, and just, I, I just so appreciated that they kept coming back to mm -hmm. um, their, their computer, even though access wise, it kept booting them off sure. or they lost power or whatever. They were, they were very tenacious in terms of coming back online, which was good. Yeah, so ultimately, I think with remote learning, you need to have GoGuardian, which can literally monitor what the students are doing in their screen, so you can see what they're seeing. Mm -hmm. I think you got to have that to be effective. Um, and so you, that you, you can know. support them. You almost sure, that's need, like, exactly. Because it's like you're looking over their support. shoulder, which we have an easier time of doing in person because right. you can see them physically. Right. You got to have a learning management system like Schoology or you know. Google Classroom, whatever it may be, you got to you need to have the central hub. Um, you know, you need to have a communication device. You know, whether it's, you know, what's your strategy? Whether is it Remind? Is it School Gmail? Is it email? You need all those kind of things need to be in place so everyone knows how you communicate. 
tell yeah. them about Remind because not everybody well, knows what Remind re is. Remind's good. Used. Remind's good if you have um, if the students first of all are over thirteen. That that's the thing I ran into this year with the new regulations. Oh. My seventh graders we haven't really been able to do much with it because they're there's many of them are under thirteen. Eighth grade or older students, they were parents. It works really well. You can, they can basically. I can send out messages or information like what's homework or what, like a if when we used to have trips, you know, hey, there's a trip coming up or get your deposits sure. in. Yes. You know that kind of stuff. It's really handy because it can go right to your phone right. as a text message or an email or an app. So that's handy as well. So having that some kind of communication strategy, having a learning ma management system, having some kind of way to see over their shoulder. You know, like a go guardian is, I think, critical for remote learning. Oh, and the other one that was great, mm -hmm. yes, is Screencastify. Yes. Because there yes. were several kids that weren't mm -hmm. able to get online, so we were able to make videos. Like a tutorial, of, right? Yeah, we yeah. just made like a tutorial of everything that we were doing in mm. class so that if they could get online later, like some in some households, what we found out in the spring is that like some people in the same household were competing mm -hmm. for access time because the bandwidth wasn't big okay. enough in their in their house so like so like if a kid is able to come online let's say at five o'clock when we're not in mm -hmm. session then then the screencastify is a game changer yes. because you could just make a video of what they're doing and they can watch it pause it rewind it sure exactly mm -hmm. so to wrap this up a little bit here for our, our part of it um what's your advice if you could just kind of you know get to the you know the main point what is your advice that you would give other educators or other in your position that might help them lessen their struggle whether it's with remote or hybrid what would I you think, say ultimately well i would say be patient with yeah. yourself with yeah. your own learning about um just how to run everything mm -hmm. um on the computer how to don't be afraid to like if you're struggling to reach out to either your tech person or a person that's a colleague that can help you Huge. because we're all in this together we are we, you have to be mm -hmm. in it together yeah. um you have to be in it together and and um and just try to be empathetic towards the kids like for me it's hard not to get frustrated mm -hmm. when they don't turn assignments in but like you said i appreciate what you said is there's there's a whole mountain of reasons oh, yeah. why that might not be occurring behind um behind the curtain and so it's again just getting to know your kids more so that you you can teach them how to do school online yeah. i think i think yeah. we're you gotta you gotta find a way to build those relationships you have to build the relationships you got to be willing to to, to stop with content so people know how to operate mm -hmm. their equipment at home yeah. um yeah what would you say what would, what would very similar you know you got to build, try to build the relationships in person as quickly as you can, because you don't know when you might be in a remote situation. You got to teach them the, the tech skills and your procedures and expectations right away and drill those into them in case we go remote. They know what to, how to do that. You got to make sure you have a communication strategy with the students and the parents. Um, and, you know, and then you just got to give, you got to be, you got to let go a little bit too. You got to let you got it not to and this is hard you gotta have patience you gotta be flexible yes and this is easier said than done it is so much um, easier said because than things done. are going to be slower yeah there's and no other way around it it's but so ultimately remembering that we're in this together yes and, and we we're got to get through it together and um and so thank you um for the people that are 
that are listening that are supporting. We hope it's helpful and, uh, and yeah, and, and and please write in with suggestions that, yeah. mm-hmm. that you would um, give us for any future shows. We have some great topics up and coming that we can't wait to talk about. All right. So be listening coming up for our next segment, which is going to be with, you know, perspective from student and another teacher and hopefully our principal as well. Yeah. So thanks for breaking off a piece of the chat with me. We'll see you soon. Have a great day. we were able to do exactly what we hoped to do. We're going to have the opportunity to interview our principal, Shane Dean. Would you? Yeah, thanks for being with us. Yeah, thank Thrilled you so much. Here. This is awesome. So our, our topic today is about remote remote learning and how we just came back from remote learning and how we had hybrid in-person learning. Yeah. If you could just kind of give us a brief overview of what Marion's doing, just so everyone understands. Yeah, so our hybrid model is... Uh half day every day for every student. So we have an AM cohort and a PM cohort. So half the kids come in the morning, half the kids come in the afternoon. We do have some remote learners that have been medically exempt from coming to school. Uh, But everybody else comes here in person because we feel like in-person instruction is the best instruction. Um, Now the remote model that that we had to go to unfortunately um, is a little bit different. We do office hours all morning long so students have the opportunity to check in with teachers and staff individually Mm -hmm. and then in the afternoon they run a synchronous class schedule so they do get that direct instruction from their teachers all afternoon long as well. Awesome and what would you say what do you think are the advantages about having this the in-person, yeah. what are some advantages of remote? Um, if you could just speak a little bit about that. Yeah, so we believe in-person is the best mm-hmm. instruction and, and we believe kids, most kids learn best here in school. Mm-hmm. So we, we really prioritized that when we were thinking about the plan. And we also felt like having kids here every day yeah. was a great thing. Uh, so even though I would say a shortcoming of our hybrid model is that students are only here for a half day. Mm-hmm. And that's that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. We wish we could have them here longer. Being uh, safe is good, though. <laughs> but we got yeah. We got to maintain that social distancing mm-hmm. and watch our numbers in each room. Sure. So with that, then we uh, we get to see students every day. Yes. Which that consistency, I think, is so important for kids to come to school every day, albeit for a shorter day. Uh, then they have their home learning time, and and we really hope that they're making the most of that time at home sure. during the other half of the day. I would say that's an area of growth for sure. us, though, that, that we need to structure that time a little bit more for students right. so they're getting the most out of it. And the kids yeah. have echoed that response yeah. um, to you. They said it's just like us. It's like when you come in to go to work, like your your frame of mind is totally different. Yeah. So you'll, you'll as you listen, yeah, that's heard. one of the biggest yeah. comments. And so that's been very interesting. Yeah. And I think, you know, you you go around quite often to all the, the rooms and whatnot. What have you have you made any, have you noticed any shifts in the way teachers have to change what they do? Sure. Or students for that matter too. Well, yeah, and, and it's quality over quantity, right? Mm-hmm. So we have significantly less time with students mm-hmm. in person. So our, our staff has been wonderful about prioritizing what they're doing when students are in front of them. And you know, we we yes. work with staff to complete those bullseyes and mm-hmm. really focus in on the standards that were most important. What do they have to know sure. before leaving us for the next grade level? Because we know with with limited time, 
we've got to focus on the most important exactly. standards sure. when we have them in front of us. Yep. That's right. Um, so there's some listeners out there that are wondering, in your opinion, like if you could give advice to other teachers, educators, students, principals. other mm-hmm. principals out there. We're, we have a huge mm-hmm. listening audience right now of 100 people now, Mr. Dean. Um, so what <laughs> advice would you give? Um, it, it Just as you're experiencing this for the first time with everybody. Well, yeah, and especially it's hard for me to give any advice to any uh, colleagues in the principal field because I'm so new to it myself. But I would say, you know, flexibility is the name of the game. We're rewriting, familiar. This. Yes. We're rewriting the yeah. script this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did last spring as well. And so as we rewrite that script, we want to make sure that we're being really thoughtful and making, mm-hmm. you know, careful decisions as we do that because... Um, you know, those decisions could have lasting impacts. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and this is high stakes stuff that we're doing here. And we're talking about kids' lives and mm-hmm. futures. Uh, so we got to be really thoughtful about those decisions, but also be really flexible because uh, school as we have known it for a long, long time different. is different yeah. now. And, right. and that's okay, but we just got to be careful that we're making the most of every decision. Yeah, well, we really appreciate yes. you. I know you're very busy just taking the time to, <laughs> yeah. to talk with us. It's an honor to come in here. Yes, this is awesome. thanks for breaking off the talk with us today. And um, we'll be talking to you soon. My pleasure. Thank thanks you for having me. So today, um, we we just wanted to continue um, our different perspectives for um, the blended learning conversation. So we thought we would get some students' perspectives. Who do we have with us today? Yeah, who do we have with us today? Hannah O'Neill. Hi, Hannah O'Neill. What grade are you in? 11. Well, welcome. Um, Go ahead. So what do you see, uh, we just came back from remote learning, what do you see as the challenges of the remote learning, and then what do you see as a challenge of hybrid in person? Uh, remote learning, the Zoom ones didn't always work. Okay. And in person, we only see our teachers every other day, so it's harder if we need help. Is there anything that you like about it that makes you happy about it? Not really. Okay. I sit in school all day every other day for one class. Okay, so why, why is it? Because you're at BOCES, is that why? Yeah. Okay. And what are you studying over there? Criminal justice. Nice. Okay, so so while you're here, you're getting your work done um, so that you can go over there and participate in that program? Yeah. Oh, so she's kind of a unique perspective even within that as well. Yeah. That's cool. right. And they still they still run it even though our school is remote? Yep. Nice. Um, has anything had to shift like once you went home what changed for obviously you didn't have to be here so how did your practice change with getting your work done and everything like that well i'd get up every morning do my work and then go to both days so as far as um do you think when things sort of say get back to normal air quote um you know what (laughs) what do you think would be our new normal do you have any thoughts about that Hopefully no masks. Really? What's can you explain a little bit about that? What what's what's do you like the mask? You don't like the no, mask, no? I don't like the mask. They give me a headache. They give you a headache. Mm-hmm. And I've heard teachers some Yeah, because yeah, if they're really if they're pulling on your ears. Too. Sure. Oh, is that, that that's is for that me, that's what happens. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. 
So, so the mask, so that is, would we say that is a benefit to remote learning then is to not have yes. to wear the mask? It was kind of neat to it, see, it's to right, see all, everybody's that. faces. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Anything else that you feel would be helpful for other students? Like what would be your advice as far as if you're here at hybrid learning, two and a half hours in the morning, two and a half hours in the afternoon, what would be advice you'd give to people, you know, if for help? If you're done while you're at school, certainly you can ask for help if you need it. Good advice. Good. Yeah. What about remote though? What would be your advice? Assign into the Zoom meetings and actually do them. <laughs> Next. Yes. Okay. And the uh, the one thing that's good about um, Hannah is that she is very good at communicating. So I I would say that she her advice would be email your teachers because she she would email and actually we were able to connect a lot of times if if a if a link didn't work, which was really good. Well, thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. morning who, who do we well, have here miss libert yeah who are you crystal crystal and what um grade are you in 12. you're a senior hard Big to believe Woohoo! okay so we have a couple of questions for you about blended learning if you'd be willing to answer them so we just got back from being remote learning what are some of the positive maybe you see in remote learning is there anything that you feel was was good about that Learning how I what how oh. learning what? what was it? Like learning seeing how I learn, like how I can learn on my own. Okay. Because I guess it's a good way because I guess when I'm in college we're not gonna I guess it's gonna be the same way kind of. You kinda have to motiv you kinda have to be because they're not gonna be self motivating, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm like because I know the teachers aren't gonna always tell you what to put in your notes. So we, it was kind of a good way to learn how I could learn. To teach myself kind of mm -hmm. nice yeah how did your practice shift so that you could have those habits of discipline to get your work done probably just like waking up early mm -hmm. so i feel like <laughs> if i woke up late then everything like then i wouldn't want to do anything yeah are you also going to bosey's or no yeah oh good oh. what are you what are you going over there for um assistant nursing nice okay, okay. What are some of the challenges? What would you say was your number one challenge with remote learning for you? Well, one, finding the Zooms. Okay. That, that seems to be a, a theme. Yeah, that's yeah. a great feedback mm -hmm. for us. Or or having the Zooms that worked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, as far as hybrid learning, where we're in person, like in every other day, you, you see your teachers, but, you, you know, it's like an A, a and B day kind of rotation. What are some of the positives about that? Like, I don't, it's like not as much, well, still the same amount of work, but it's like, it's more roomier and you don't feel like you have a lot of stuff put on you in one day. Oh, because you could have the extra day to do it. Right. Okay. Oh, I that's see. Yeah, because mm -hmm. that's right. Okay. Um, and so, um, what advice would you give to other students or underclassmen in terms of just how to be successful in either one, um, in-person hybrid mm -hmm. or remote? How would you like to help like younger kids? I don't know. I would just say like try to like whenever you have a chance to do it, just do it. Because if you're gonna put it off for later, then you're not. Done. That procrastination thing. Because I'm, yeah. I'm a big procrastinator, and then I just realize I can't keep doing that because it just doesn't work anymore. Especially like 
when we're at home doing the remote. Right. Well, well, thank you so much. We appreciate much. you um, being willing to come on with us. And, uh, yeah. Best wishes to you. Your, yeah. Hope you have a great day. excited to introduce our next two guests. So these are two of our favorite colleagues. They are um, wonderful people. I know. And they keep us on track with the wellness. I know. But we're going to talk more about that later. That's right. So we just like you to introduce yourself. So who are you? Uh, my name is Amanda Muster and I am our resident health teacher here at Marion. Well, welcome. And what's your name? I am Daisy Fantuzzi and I'm an English teacher here at Marion Junior Senior High School. Great. We brought you guys together to kind of just see what your thoughts were. We just came back from remote learning back to hybrid. Um, we would want to kind of know because, you know, the way we always like to be positive here on Chalk Talks. And so we'd like to know what what was your what was the what were the good things about remote learning that you feel, you know, was actually a beneficial thing before we kind of get into some of the challenges. So I really think the kids adapted well. Um, to remote learning and we provided a pretty good structure for the kids to be able to seamlessly move from coming to school every single day to all of a sudden boom. all of a sudden yeah. switching yeah. Um, and our children are really versed in technology I think Marion has put in a good place um, mm -hmm. where we are I think all the teachers are very mm -hmm. well versed in technology and we have a lot of tech tools in our back pocket that, that we can seamlessly put into remote learning. Sure. How about you Ms. Fantuzzi? I agree with what Amanda said. We've worked really hard over the past few years to really um, bump up our game in the technology department. And I think a lot of teachers are pretty adept at getting the programs up and running and what they don't know, they find the answers to. So I think that's easier for everyone. Yeah. And what would you say were some of the challenges that were glaring or ways that we can improve? With remote learning, right? Um, I yeah. think remote as learning. always. Or in person, <laughs> either. In person, yeah. When their internet goes down is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Since today is Tuesday, um, we have a joke here at school that every Tuesday the internet goes down. Um, so <laughs> it's just, really a joke that actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's so funny. <laughs> right. So I think like. So that's a challenge, yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. that's totally. a really challenge for the kids at home, too, when they're home. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, when their internet goes down and, you know, trying to get back into Zoom, I think that's hard for them. So that's always the biggest challenge. I, think. I would agree. Access mm -hmm. to internet, you know, um, a lot of my students had multiple siblings going on their internet at once, trying to use their Chromebook um, and struggled to be able to turn on their video. I mm -hmm. think that was one of the biggest challenges. Um, I do think also attendance. A lot of kids have a difficult time hmm. waking up when they're not physically going somewhere. Okay, mm, that's a good point. point. Um, yeah. I think the physicality of being in the actual building is what makes kids come, right? Yeah. Being able to be in person in fact, people. In fact, we were required as teachers to be here. And I think yeah. as much as it's nice to do it from home, I think it does change your focus. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Now what Absolutely. about what about hybrid learning? What were some of the, the positives of the in-person hybrid? And what, were, what would you say would be a challenge? I think the personal connections are the most important part of hybrid learning. Mm -hmm. Getting the kids in the building, interacting with their, each mm -hmm. other and with their teachers, even if it's six feet apart with masks. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Right? Having Definitely. conversation, in-person conversation, yeah. it was the most beneficial thing. 
And I think the challenge is that doing the half schedules, mm -hmm. um, it is nice having smaller classes because you can it focus is. on the kids, but having to do it twice in one day, um, I think is mm -hmm. probably the biggest challenge yeah. for us teachers anyways. But I agree with Amanda. I do enjoy having the kids in class every day. Mm -hmm. and, you know, interacting with them. Yeah, yeah. And, and having it remote where you could just do the lesson once, that is a right. nice thing. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing, I think another thing that as teachers we really had to focus on are some of our anchor standards and what are the most essential things we want students to know this year, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. right. Uh, making sure that they have those um, key what do you key standards. Standards. Yeah. Key yeah. standards. So that's how your you practice know, has shifted right. the most, probably. That is probably yes. how my practice has shifted the most. Is what is what is the content I really, really, really want them to know, mm -hmm. not just now, but forty years from now. Right. right. And what's um, applicable to them then? Yeah. And I, I do you find that too that you're just paring down, just like in an emergency. What are the standards that you're like? super focused on definitely definitely because we can't do all the fun stuff so to speak that we've done in the past <laughs> we still have the time so yeah we, don't, we just yeah. physically yeah. don't have the time to do yeah. that so pairing down has been uh yeah that's you know the nice thing do. when we did with remote we did the breakout rooms and our on right. zoom we could do breakout rooms uh, my colleagues are laughing at me. It's making me giggle. No, we're, um, we're just saying you're, you both are natural. You're amazing. I'm so glad that you're here. Okay. <laughs> uh, the breakout rooms are really great because I could put the kids into on Zoom, right into um, the rooms together. They could work on activities, mm -hmm. role plays. I had them do yeah. some role plays, which was great. Um, and then we would come back together as a whole group, and I could pop in and out of the rooms. And I thought that was. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. That was yeah, so that, essential. And I think. And that could work really well. The The biggest issue is if we're going to go remote, I, I, I would almost rather have a longer class. Oh, yeah. Yes. So that, yes. that way, when someone you have to wait for, if their internet's slow or you got to explain how to get to something, yeah. you lose incredible amount of time. So if the classes were 60 minutes, then you might get 40 minutes. Agreed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? And the nice thing yeah. about breakout rooms, I'm glad Amanda mentioned that, was because like we haven't been able to work in groups yeah, that's right <laughs> yes so, that was their first year right. to work yeah. in groups you can work together right. and that's they enjoyed that, so that you can nice. just kind of pop in right um, which is right great. Yeah, so will really will that. you leave us with like if you had to give advice to like students or or any of our listeners out there that are educators like what advice would you give during this time what what's helping you the most or or anything just related to blended learning I think just personally for myself, um, I'm just going with the flow. I think just being adaptable and knowing that, you know, your plans are going to change on a dime. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So I, I think that's like the thing that I'm just trying to stress to myself, just kind of go in the flow mm -hmm. and just enjoy the kids while they're here. Um, and We'll see what happens. We yeah. can do hard things. Yes, we can. We're doing them. I would completely agree. I am probably one of the most type triple, triple A personalities. Mm. Agreed. You can imagine. She is. And I am very organized. In fact, all of my Schoology folders are color coordinated so by I. the rainbow. So <laughs> I'm very organized. So for me to have to kind of pick and choose go with the flow oh, it's tough. Um, is difficult, but I am learning to be adaptable and working with the kids. And I think one of the most important things I'm trying to find when I'm in hybrid learning is to just be fun and relax and joke with the kids. Yeah. You know, just talk about 
for life. Two minutes, life. Yeah. Yes. How did the Bills do? <laughs> you know, really making those they actually won this week. connections, mm. I think. Yes. Yeah. And I also want to say, as we wrap up, that you also, the two of you, being our, whatever your official well, position is, the wellness coordinators, <laughs> that like right today, I have a busy day, but they've taught me that I need to take a break and actually go get some exercise. And actually, we got to do that right now. Yeah. So, so thanks again, guys. Thank you both. Wow, that was a great, great day we had with the recording. Um, we're so happy that you were able to join us, and we hope that you were able to have some takeaways that you could use um, either in life or in, if you're in the teaching profession in, in that. So, Deb, what do you would you say are some big takeaways from the various um, people we had on today? Well, I thought Crystal really made a good point about the fact that what she's learning from remote um, the remote learning and this hybrid in person is that it puts a lot of back on the student mm -hmm. to facilitate their self discipline skills so mm -hmm. that they can get their work in. And that's what's so hard for even adults too is the. You know, you have to be someone who set, has a schedule set. You have to be self-motivating. So clearly that's yeah. part of it. Yeah. And, yeah. And that and that resonated with what the kids and mm -hmm. Mr. Dean was saying. Like they really just, the kids said they, when they come to school, they can focus in a, in a way yeah. that's different than yeah. when they're at home. And I felt like um, just from our teachers, just being mindful of having fun, yeah. um, being flexible. That's huge. Yes. Yeah. You got to be, able, and that's hard for me. I'll be honest is, um, you know, I like to know the plan. You know, I like to have sort of like Amanda, not as bad as Amanda, no offense, Amanda, you know, but as far as type A, but I like to know what I, the plan is I like to have it ready to go. I don't like necessarily being surprised by things like when the internet doesn't like to work. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think being flexible and, and even allowing yourself to say it's okay, you know, that it's, that's kind of the, what I took away a lot was you got to give yourself some grace. You, you definitely And do. others. And, and others because, because the only time that we have for us to just focus on those essential mm -hmm. standards. And I think having that grace is so important. Mm -hmm. uh, just to echo what Mr. Dean yeah. said, like what we're doing is so important for kids. Right. You know, we're, we're just going to, this is an important critical time to just tee them up to mm -hmm. be having the skills that they need to be successful learners. Sure. So. Well, how can they, people get a hold of us or, you know, if they need to? Well, you, I'm very excited. We have an email. So please send us suggestions, mm -hmm. send us your comments and feedback. We really look forward to hearing from you at Marion Chalk Talks at gmail.com. Sounds good. All right. And well, again, that's how. The chalk crumbles. Thanks for breaking off a piece of the chalk with us this week. Yeah. And we'll be talking to you soon. See ya. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you.